I'm sorry to report this, but I have some breaking news that oh. I just got on my email cellular device. Oh, hold on. Let me um let me set off the breaking news alert. <laughs> it's fun because on this podcast we don't tend to be able to break news, uh, despite Paula's form or uh life as a as a journalist in the Chicagoland area. So um I just really want to let you know that I got an email from Bands in Town, you know, the email, the uh, concert service. Mm-hmm. And this one um, came directly from the desk of of uh, the gentleman scholar Diplo. And he says, damn, I, re- I wish we could literally turn back. Mm. And damn, Diplo. Damn, Diplo. Finally, I think someone, you're, someone has, said has, it. Yeah. Yeah, I wish we could literally, pre- and then capitalization, turn back, which is clearly a song that you probably released and you're trying to, uh, you know, capitalize off of the pandemic. Damn, Diplo. A profit for our times. Really? Like, I think the pulse of our nation, we were all waiting for someone to say it. You know what I mean? The leadership that maybe this Trump administration has left in a void yeah. in the, from, you know, holding up in the White House and, and, uh, making a mockery of maybe our, uh, some of our most sacred values as a nation. Damn Diplo. Diplo Damn, was the Diplo. one who we were, we were waiting for. Damn. Diplo was the hero we needed all along. Diplo yeah. was the hero we didn't know we needed. Yeah. 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 He really spent all those years appropriating other people's cultures for songs. And damn, he was who we needed this whole time. I just think it's cool that like, I have been sitting here being like, is this year great? Is this year the best year? Like despite being stuck inside and, and constant chaos and a hundred breaking news alerts a day, I was like, is this low key the best year still? But for Diplo to come out and to bravely be like, Hey, no, I wish I could turn back time. The answer is like, I'm glad that we have like a vision. Yeah. At the if end of Diplo could turn back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to being earnest. A very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk about the sincere and earnest topics of the day. Ooh. What's our topic this week, Paula? Our topic is gobble. A hundred percent of my energy to not quote the WAP lyric. <laughs> but I'm not doing it because this is a family show. Yes. But if you're over the age where it would be okay to see WAP. Just pause the podcast real fast. Go watch that and then come back. Paula, do we think the gobble, which is the like weird fleshy neck bits on a turkey? Is that what it is? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Hold on. So you're telling me that that is called a gobble. And when somebody says, what sound does a turkey make? We're like gobble. So that would be the equivalent of like my catchphrase being like arms, arms, arms. (laughs) Yep, it's it's, it's a it's a, it's an orange is the color and the thing situation. I do not care for that. Let's give them a new thing to say. Yes, I agree. You've preempted my question, which was which do you think came first? Uh, and the ultimate answer is it doesn't matter. One of them needs to change. I I think they came at the exact same time. Mm. I think they came at the. I think somebody was sitting there going, "This is a gobble." What they say is a gobble. Done. What if it was a miscommunication and it was like, cause turkeys have been in the new world for forever. Gobble is clearly an English word. So English colonial settlers. Clearly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, it's a word. 
the the body part is the uh the sound is probably means something very different in turkey um the um i'm imagining like two very stuffy puritans being like it's the gobble and then one of them being like yes you're talking about the sound aren't you richard and the other one's like well severance i was actually talking about the neck bits those gross fleshy neck bits like a flaccid neck and the other one was like you're not allowed to say the word flaccid we're puritans yeah i was gonna say they've never said that i don't know why they have transatlantic accents they literally just crossed the atlantic (laughs) well they were going across it yeah Um, right you're right (laughs) what i love about the turkey is uh the fact that they love to bring out every year being like um Ben Franklin wanted our national bird to be, mm-hmm. which is so funny to me because that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Like that is the equivalent of making up your book report as you're giving it to the class. What a stupid bird to suggest is our national bird. Do you think everyone around him was thinking like, this is the guy who wrote the almanac? Yeah. <laughs> this idiot <laughs> sitting well, here telling us a turkey is the bird. I want to defend Ben Franklin here for a minute. Please never say those words. That man is not worth defending. He did suck. He also had a lot of sex with a lot of people. Um, that doesn't make him better. Like I'm just saying that. that. I'm just saying it. I don't care for that. Um, so here's the thing about the turkey. Let me name a couple qualities. And you tell me, Paula, this will be a fun game. I'm going to name a couple of qualities. And you're going to tell me whether those are American or not. <clears throat> it better be loves NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. Uh, scrappy. Um. Yeah, that's pretty American. Tenacious. That is American. But this is all the mother effing eagle. Um. Like a little bit dirty. Yeah. Loud. But but but. Okay. Yes. Clicky. Yeah. This is all us. But. It's the dumbest looking bird I've ever seen. Sure. Yes. It does look like someone peeled the skin off of the front of it. Yeah. It's so (laughs) stupid looking. I'm sorry if there's any turkeys listening. It's so stupid looking. It doesn't even fly. It It can a little bit. But not enough. It can't soar majestically. Yeah. I guess that's the difference. It's not an apex predator. But let's be honest with ourselves. I don't think that the United States is an apex predator. Well, maybe at one time. Yeah. Well, maybe we have to change the bird. Maybe. Okay. 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 Wait. But let me also just quick slip in here. Do you know that turkey farmers, because I grew up around turkey farms, if it rains, they have to rush out there, put the turkeys inside because turkeys are like, what the hell is this? They look up. Until they drown. Yep. Yep. With their mouths open. So embarrassing. Okay. So what's our new bird? Embarrassing is kind of like what we've been for the last however many years though. Yeah. But not, we're creating a country at this point. You know, he didn't know everything that was going on. Got it. So then what I I would pitch is a. Hold on. Josh. Ben Franklin came in hot. We were still a cool country at this time. Like, I mean, not cool. Lots of shitty stuff happening. But. We had the chance to be cool. It was like a new country. We're rebelling. Everything was like kind of hip. Everyone was like, this is rad. He comes in and was like, Turkey, that's crazy. That's a crazy energy. No, that's like the equivalent 
of I would argue that that is the same as like everyone who's like, well, mm, I don't really like Star Wars, but at the same time, like here's this indie film that this one director made. It's the like hipster pick yeah. where it like gains traction on the internet. Yeah. Okay. I can deal with that. I don't know why, but I just get a real Ted Cruz vibe from Ben Franklin. <laughs> okay. I was going to change the subject, but I need you to dig into this further. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's just in my head. Like, it just seems kind of annoying. <laughs> Probably had a whiny voice. Mm-hmm. It's like out there when like everyone else is trying to talk about like important stuff being like, hey, should we start a country? Hey, how do we like get away from England? And he's like, what if the turkey was our bird? Get out of here. <laughs> You're never going to be president. <laughs> You're too old, old man. <laughs> Maybe the bald eagle was a subtweet of... Ben Franklin because he was bald and they were like yeah well, why don't we just like choose the bald eagle oh. Oh, oh, our nickname that we call Ben Franklin in the group text because <laughs> he's got a hook had- nose and a and no hair do you think that they had group text back then and by that I mean like paper like you would write a little bit and then you would send it off to like three other people kind of like a sisterhood of the traveling pants journal type of situation um I would say yes and I think the easier way to achieve it is the equivalent of being in eighth grade and passing a note yes yes we had this thing in eighth grade called the notebook and it would be a notebook and then instead of passing notes you would write notes in it in a specific colored pen and then mm. pass it to the other girls in the group. So then when you got it, you would read, you know, four or five people. Mm. Mm. Did I you ever pretend it. to be someone else in it? Or was that against the sanctity no, of the I notebook? That was against the sanctity of the notebook. Mm. But there there were little rifts that broke off in it. Mm-hmm. I hate to tell you that. And that's what the book by Nicholas Sparks is based off of. <laughs> <laughs> so I do like the idea of a bird-based you know how there's like threat levels, like they created like terrorist threat levels or yeah. like those kinds of things. I do like it's, we, green. it's always like, yeah, terror. <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> uh, um, I like a bird based system for how we do as a country. <laughs> America, uh, we are moving back to Turkey. So. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, the the other thing I could have talked about was, you know, the coronavirus. But um, yeah, instead of going from like tier three where restaurants are open, it's like, you know, you see like J.B. Pritzker get up in Illinois, the governor of Illinois being like, I'm so sorry. Like we tried to give you space, but we can no longer be a red tailed hawk. We have to go back to Turkey. And if honestly, if you all don't calm down, like Cuomo's like, if you don't all calm down, we're going back to chickadee. (laughs) We should all be in chickadee right now. We should all be a chickadee right now. See that Cuomo got an Emmy, an international Emmy. You know, it's very strange that the internet all has, like the world seems to all be so in love with this guy. Yeah, but he's a Batman villain. I guess he has a great name. Yeah. Great name. And that's my hot Kyomo take. <laughs> um, you know, you know, uh, you know what, Josh? What? I we've said this before. We'll say it again a hundred times. Who's who's gonna stop us? It's just me and you on this podcast. We don't even have a producer. <laughs> Why is there no, number one, is there a symbol for Thanksgiving? Like Christmas has Santa Claus, Easter has the Easter bunny. Now I've heard tell of Tom the turkey 
in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, there is a Tom the Turkey float. Are we saying this is our mascot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We either need to go all in or we need to go all out. This in-between, some people think of Tom the Turkey, is not going to work. Yeah, it's like a friends with benefits situation with the holiday. You can't have it all. Yeah, you need need clear boundaries. And at the end of the day, the buck has to stop with someone. Yes. So do you think Tom the Turkey is our mascot? I don't. I really don't think he is. Go on. Um, I do think that a turkey-based mascot is – a turkey or other food-based mascot is the way to go because it's problematic if you're like like Polly the Puritan or like – Well, okay. So here's the thing. I hear you. But there's no other mascot where we feast on the flesh of the mascot on the holiday. Uh, Jesus? Okay, you make a good point. (laughs) It's not not like it's like Santa Claus and then it's like, gather around, kids. Do who wants to eat his beard? Yeah. His beard's made of cotton candy, but you can't have it. Now he's a cereal mascot. All the kids. Wait, what if Santa is delivering presents to all the kids as assurance, as blackmail protection money that they don't don't eat him because everyone knows Santa's delicious. And kids are staying up all night, like, grabbing at him. Yeah. It's like I the mean, purge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but on the other day, on the other hand, like, Thanksgiving's kind of a brutal holiday. It really is. You know? It has brutal roots. In this day and age, sometimes it means you have to go back to your family's house and scream about politics with your uncle and plead, more accurate to my life, is pleading to watch the dog show. And everyone <laughs> The Westminster is like, Dog Show? Everyone else is like, it's football time. No, it's not. Anyway, that's my mini rant. So so I do kind of think maybe there is something poetic about the mascot for this holiday being like, we're going to eat you alive on our dinner table. Mm. It also could be like, like cornucopius. Yeah. You know, like a, a living, breathing cornucopia that, that comes out and is like, I, br- I bring joy and plenty. Okay. All right. So, so I have a question for you because my this is my initial instinct. Love cornucopias. Is the the narrow part at the bottom as if it is his crotch, and the eyes are in the opening where the food is, or do you see it inverted where the head is the narrow part and it's almost more like a dress shape, and the mm. bottom is where the stuff is. Got it. Um, the you know former. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, the opening of the like horn of the cornucopia is yeah. the top and is his mouth. So you're saying like, okay, I'm picturing grapes and apples and yeah. You're saying that's the top. That's it. I'm imagining like he kind of curves like a, um, like a tuba. Oh, so so it kind of completely different. So you get, it's the cornucopia. So you start thin at the bottom or like a horn. And then it kind of becomes almost like a, like a lowercase R where it curves up so that the face is forwards and every time he talks, little bits of like fruit and grapes fall out of his mouth. Okay, that makes more sense than mine because either mine was something's fallen out. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's just leaving um, treats for all the boys and girls. That's that's also fun because his thing is spraying grapes in people's faces. You're like, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and everyone's like, we don't want him here. We don't even want these grapes. Now, what's a Thanksgiving carol that Cornucopius could sing? Um, I think the Thanksgiving Carol is, uh, what's that Hoobastank song? The Reason. 
How <laughs> my reason for me. Not, you know, thank you next or no, something else with the word thank in it. Mistake. Ah, I see. And the thought behind that is that was stuck in my head this morning. So it feels poetic. I like that a lot. Yeah, thanks. Are we so we're set on cornucopias? The the demon. Yes, the Hoobastank singing cornucopia. Yeah, and yeah, Hoobastank is Canadian. <laughs> Canadian. So for Canadian Thanksgiving, oh, it no, works they're too. Not holy crap, Hoobastank is American. Didn't you get a real Canadian vibe from them? Yeah, well, everyone in that era of music was Canadian. I assumed like Avril yeah. Lavigne and you know, Simple Plan. Simple Plan. Yeah. Hoobastank was formed in Agora Hills, California. Wow. Color me shook. <laughs> is Hoobastank maybe just the, the, we're overthinking it, and Hoobastank is the mascot of Thanksgiving? No, it's Cornucopius, the Hoobastank singing, singing Cornucopia. Got it. No, I don't know if we've discussed this in last year's Thanksgiving episode, but I don't probably, really care. Probably did. But we all learn and grow, and we change oh. as people, so here's the thing. Paula, is turkey any good? No. Josh, what do you want to talk about next? <laughs> um, you know what? Turkey, I think, is one of those things that there's so much buildup. We get so excited on Thanksgiving. We're like, ooh, turkey. And then you have it for leftover for a day. And then you're like kind of the novelty of this turkey. I'm having a turkey sandwich the day after Thanksgiving. How, you know, Americana of me. And then after that, you're like, I'm so sick of this sandwich. It's just, it's just pretend chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Gutter chicken. Gutter chicken. Trash chicken. Um, yeah. I mean, I think turkey has an image problem. Sure. Go on. In that the turkey industry is almost exclusively like, you don't talk about turkey other than this time of year, right? Right. right. It's not like I, it's not like I call you in June going, Josh, I am just really craving a big old turkey tonight. Right. Exactly. And the thing is like turkey as a, as a protein, pretty good. You know what I mean? Just as a whole in normal, in normal situations, like a Turkey BLT, Turkey burger. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all those kinds of things, pretty good, pretty Pretty good. good. Can be, can be a nice, uh, addition to your, you know, your, your, the food that you're having on rotation. A lean fat. Totally. Lean protein. protein. That's totally, totally. I think the problem with a roast Turkey like actually roasting the turkey is that the the like return on investment is so low because yeah. it's just such a it's such a high stakes endeavor because you're like I have to roast six pounds of this thing that I make once a year it's like what if you could o- you could only parallel park once a year and you had to do it in front of all of your friends and family and everyone's coming over I mean most years but also Josh six pounds would be a small one right Turkeys are like. 15 pounds. Yeah, which means that, like... Why are they so big? Why are we going all or nothing with this thing? Yeah. And there are so many parts of a bird that it's like, what do we do with this part? Nobody wants this part. Right. You know? And everyone's only there for the stuffing. Yes, everybody just wants the sides. Um, I completely agree. I just don't understand why we go all in on the turkey. Why Mm. it's like... It better be the whole ass bird or nothing. Right. And if you did turkey parts, ooh, baby. Oh, get out of here with that trash. Yeah. What would you replace turkey with at Thanksgiving if you could? If you were given the keys to Thanksgiving. Ooh, and I should be. Um, 
you know what immediately pops in my head for no rhyme or reason? Sure. Lasagna. <laughs> lasagna is an amazing food. Lasagna rules, right? I'm not a huge fan, but that's a me problem, not a yeah, not the, the not of the world problem. Most people like lasagna. You don't cook it very often because it's like heavy, kind of a pain in the ass. You feel really <laughs> sleepy after eating it. So it's kind of got the best parts. It's still the treat factor, but it's not hard to cook. Like it's pretty easy. Everybody likes it. Yeah. And then now is- the holiday, you have to be like, I hate Mondays. Yeah. Ma. <laughs> <laughs> that was more of a Kathy, but. Yeah, it's okay. They're of an era. Yeah. What would you pick? Has to be something that you don't have all the time, you know? Right, right. That thing. You can't be like cheeseburgers because it's like you love cheeseburgers. I do love cheeseburgers. So you couldn't say that because that's just like a sad. I just feel like if you're going to sit and like roast something for a while, like I'd so much rather have like a smoked meat. You know what I mean? Like I will say my uncle smokes a turkey every year and it rules. It rules. I'm not going back for Thanksgiving this year. I can't. It's not safe and also it's just like we're not doing that traditional kind of thing and the thing that i am honestly most sad about besides like friends and family and seeing people (laughs) is like my uncle smokes this turkey and it absolutely rules oh well you know you can get smoked turkey at mariano's i'll send some to you thank you i appreciate it bring it over to your people yeah exactly Exactly. (laughs) my people is just grandma the cat with it on her back yeah right exactly trying to get but you're like here's the address (laughs) Go, Grandma, go. Yeah, she's a carrier cat. Yeah. Oh. Fly. No, she can't fly. We've tried. (laughs) Now, last year, I did my first ever turkey trot. Ooh. And I would argue that that set me on a path to being like, there are turkey trot families and there are non-turkey trot families. And the turkey trot families are the ones who are more annoying, but like maybe I'm finding myself there. I can, I'm sorry, but I can absolutely see you being a turkey trot kind of guy. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, we see Josh every year here and he's wearing this festive turkey hat yeah. while he's, while he's running this. Yeah. Yeah. You have a real turkey trot energy. Yeah. It's, I, I would call it a, uh, a soccer dad energy. Yeah. Like just very excited on the sidelines and, or maybe we'll spot uh, like spot in as an assistant coach every few practices. Yeah. Yeah. I can absolutely see you doing that. Does a 5k, oh, God. Yeah. you know, yeah. Has smoothies for multiple meals. I, this is all your energy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like, it's the day of rest, you know, that's what I don't understand. <laughs> sure. God created the world. And on <laughs> this day. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah, no, you were right. It's yeah. Jesus's. It's Jesus's dinner time. Is why we celebrate Thanksgiving. Mm, mm. The anniversary of Jesus's dinner party. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus's really rad dinner party. <laughs> Jesus wouldn't have known what a turkey was. No. They were only New World. Paula, you brought something up earlier where you were saying, Thank you. "What if you? Uh, what if the sound that you made was arm, arm, arm?" And I want to kind of follow up on this. There are people who memorize bird calls, right? And turkeys famously gobble, gobble. Mm -hmm. If you had a sound that signified the sound that you make, 
as a like living the species of human you paula skaggs like what would people be like oh like the cow goes Moo. the chicken goes cluck cluck and they're like the paula skaggs goes um i think mine would be uh the paula skaggs goes wait i saw this thing on tiktok (laughs) (laughs) it's very good what's yours um hmm hmm Uh, maybe it's the josh linden goes Oh, that's kind of like, and then re- relates something that it it's not at all similar. <laughs> what do you think mine is? Oh God, I was scared you were gonna ask me this. I I think the Josh the Josh goes sure 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe the Paula goes thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually my birthday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good. Do you know what's crazy? Speaking of bird sounds, sure. Crazy as hell that the kookaburra is a bird. Kookaburra sits in the old gum tree. So other things can sit in an old gum tree. <laughs> we don't know. We don't live in Australia. Yes, I guess for so long I pictured the kookaburra being kind of like a little koala-like creature. Mm, a marsupial. Yeah, like I wanted to hug a kookaburra, and then you're like, oh, why is this bird laughing? Laugh, kookaburra, laugh. No, thank you. You're a bird. Yeah, it's a kooky bird. No. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) You wanted like a wombat, which are very dangerous. Oh, but they're so cute. They're so cute. But also, also they poop uh, cubes. Really? Yeah. Well, that is cool. Yeah. Oh, wombats are so cute. I can't believe I'm going to get one as a pet. They're so dangerous. Why are they dangerous? They don't look dangerous. They look. They like do dangerous. some like weird. They'll like attack you and stuff. No. Pretty much. So here's the thing about Australian animals is that yeah. all of them only exist because they survived a a arid <laughs> desert wasteland that wasn't connected to any other land. It's, it's a it's huge like, island, and it's just basically like a thunderdome. They have all. Um, it's like a bunch of creatures that have all won the Hunger Games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all in one. Yeah, it's like a it's like um Bachelor in Paradise, from what I understand, where they just mm. like take the best of the best and put them all on an island. Yeah, and Australia's the island. Yeah. Oh, but I want a wombat. <laughs> They're so cute. So the Guardian has an article on wombats. Oh. Adult wombats are known to be aggressive, particularly if they feel threatened. A favorite technique, according to the Australian Museum, is to flee to a nearby burrow and then use their sizable rump to crush the pursuing predator's head against the dirt roof. They're so cool. I do the same thing. They have the thickest ass. I love them. They literally are like, let me go into a burrow. Predator sticks head in and they're like, I'm going to crush you with my butt. I just adore them. That makes, that just makes me want one more. What if the uh, American Wombat. mascot is wombats? <gasps> and they'd be like, I don't even think those are here. They're yeah, like, ex- they're cute. <laughs> <laughs> so eating contests. Sure. Go, wombats to eating contests. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. As we do. You, you, the whole point of Thanksgiving is to like stuff yourself with stuffing. Sure. Um, you know, 
Is there an eating contest that happens on Thanksgiving? I know that there's the Nathan's hot dog eating contest on the 4th of July, the most American of all contests. I think that if anything, the eating contest that happens on Thanksgiving is just the one that happens in your home. You know, it's the eating contest that happens in your own heart. Yeah. 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 The eating contest was inside you this whole time. Yes. Yes. I remember the, the first time I came home from college for Thanksgiving, it was, you know, you're gone for however, like two, three months or whatever. And you come back and it's like, it was really the first home cooked meal I'd had. And I, you know, the Brown university has wonderful academics and mm. wonderful people it's and, uh, mediocre it's food for having that. That's the thing. It's famous for having yeah. a good school. Yeah. The food is fine. Um, so I came home and I just remember just gorging on Thanksgiving and then being at my grandparents' house and sitting on the couch and being like, I've never felt this feeling before. And my Aww. aunts and uncles being like, here's a Tums. Like you overate and this here's a Tums and here's a gas X and welcome. just sit there for about 15 minutes. Welcome to adulthood. That's very cute. Now, what do you think is the sexiest eating contest? Well, I think watching someone eat a ton of food with the potential of vomiting after is deeply sexy and erotic to begin with. Mm. Right? Like, just kidding, obviously. Um, watching someone eat just fistfuls of mayonnaise. Yeah, sure. Um, what is the sexiest? I, I have an answer for this. Oh, okay. I was going to say soup. Go ahead. <laughs> Depends on who's eating it. Yeah. Just Someone in like a cable neck sweater eating soup very, very sensually. Yeah. I don't know if it's an eating contest. What is the contest? Not jumping their bones. I, you uh, know what's sexy? Seeing a winner. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it is the game where you put a donut on a string mm. and you have to eat it without your hands. Well, it's not really an eating contest. So it is a contest where you are eating. We didn't really define feels- it that it's volume. It's just a contest while you are eating. That really feels like you're yanking the 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 lines here. Yeah, if the court will read back the terms of the question. Okay. <laughs> this also means that bobbing for apples would be a competition. Okay. All right, Josh. Well, I didn't realize it was a contest for lying. <laughs> But yeah, I think you're right. I think those are probably the sexiest. Eating. Yeah. I think that's going to do it for us. I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you, as always, for listening for another week. And before we get to anything else, any else of the intro, our earnest moment of the week is that we're thankful for you. Yes, we're very thankful for all of you. I know this year has been a wild ride, um, and we're very grateful for everybody who has hung out this year, who has joined us for some of these weird Zoom things that we've done this year, who's like been a part of this community. You're all so wonderful and, and very, very grateful to have everyone on here. Yeah, we we appreciate you. We like you. And uh, we're supporting you. And we hope that you have a safe very and happy grateful. Thanksgiving. And we're very grateful for everything you've done to make our lives better. That being said, maybe you could send an Imatwa without us having to ask, maybe. Hey, maybe. <laughs> I don't have one. Do you have one? No. All right, cool. Well, you know what? That was your earnest moment of the week is listening to us say thank you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, also, uh, if you have any 
fun things that you want to send us, whether it's an earnest moment of the week or a note or a review or whatever, put that review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Ani. Everything else uh, you can send to us at Being Earnest Pod everywhere. We are on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're also at Being Earnest Pod at gmail.com. I know some of you uh, purchased our card game, No Wrong Answers, yes! which is really lovely. We uh, finished the pre-orders last week, um, and they are at the printers right now. So if you purchase one, look out for an email in the next little bit where we'll give you an update um, on when it should be getting to you or how to do Chicago local pickup. Um, so watch out for that. If you missed the boat and did not buy one, Sorry. <laughs> we could not have been more obnoxious promoting it. So yes. sorry, honey, but that, that is kind of on you. Truly, and I'm not truly. mad, but I'm just saying, you know, you know, but if you, if you miss the boat, we may have some extras. So keep it post. We'll keep you posted. And if you wrote a review for us, maybe we'd have one for you. <laughs> no, but truly, uh, if you missed the boat, um, that's okay. Just go to no wrong answers, You can also find on, find it on being uh, and there is a wait list. So you can just, that's probably the easiest thing is you can just enter your email into there. And then once we have a better understanding of how many extras we have or when the next batch will be going out, um, you can just get that. Yep. And you'll get notified in all of that. That is an actionable step you can take. Easy. Thank you as always to Ryan Cruz for our logo. She's at RB Cruiser on Instagram. And thank you to Dylan Dutch for our beautiful theme song. Uh, he's at Dylan Dutch on Twitter. Uh, make sure to check out his new music. You can find that everywhere you find music under the artist name Death Love. I'm I love it so much. I love it's it. really good. Yes. And until next week, just remember, the Paula goes, oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> See you next week. Next week. Bye. Bye.